0: Hey, what's up? It's the real ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour.
1: Oh, hello there, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who is completely nude from the waist down, and is currently building a birdhouse, using his boner as a hammer. That's Chef Claude. Sup everyone? And transmitting to, to us from a dimension of hair and boogers, the man, the myth, the legend known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Brrrap, <laughs> Oh, yes. Brat, brat. Indeed, Shuddy. Yes, sir. So, anybody else got a
2: boner? Always, when we're recording. I'm always sitting here rocked up.
1: <laughs> I'm always half chubbed. <laughs> I've got, I have a fear boner. Because I am. What are you afraid of?
2: He's afraid of success is what he's afraid of. Jeff. <laughs> he's afraid of the success that is coming his way after tomorrow night, the accolades, the money uh, that in contracts, that are just going to be dropped at his feet. Sam Kinison couldn't handle it. Kevin. No. Yeah, yeah. And Sam Kinison had God on his side at one point in his life. He did still had
0: his main undoing was his, was his success. Was and his I'm, I'm meteoric worried.
2: rise to stardom? And uh, I'm, I'm forty. Nervous. I'm forty. Which, I'm not we, worried about that. Do we call it that? I mean, you've been in out in L.A. in show business.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you put it that way, maybe For meteoric minute, rise.
2: But since it's not comedy, since it wasn't necessarily stand-up comedy, would it be a meteoric rise to success after you get your Netflix half hour tomorrow?
1: No. If I'd I actually argue, is not comedy at all. If I suddenly got like a $10 million contract tomorrow, within 24 hours of me saying this sentence right now, the industry could refer to me as a late bloomer.
2: I'm fucking 40. All right. So like, then you you've paid your dues, then, if, if it sounds like what sure. I'm hearing. So you don't need to be nervous about not being green.
0: Well, I'm. I'm... Just don't tell any stand up comedian that you've paid your dues. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Because you have not
1: actually. Well, no, and that's like another thing that I'm like kind of worried about is just being like, oh yeah, I just I talk into a microphone too, so I can just like sashay over here and do what you guys do, right? Like, I have no fucking misconceptions about that.
2: I, I definitely think you need to sashay onto the stage.
1: I I do, you gonna laugh? I do not think that I can just waltz in and do this shit, but I do want to try it. I always have wanted to try it. And I'm a fucking coward, but I'm going to do it. I'm locked in. It's too late to turn back now. This is the closest I've ever danced to it. Like I've come close before and then everything falls apart and it doesn't happen. And I breathe a sigh of relief and then I retreat into my cave for another five years. And then I'm, I poke my head out and I'm like, Hmm, maybe I should try stand up once and for all. And then it falls apart and the series repeats itself. It's like a, it's like a bitch
2: ass Ragnarok. What has Carl said about this? She's excited. What side of the fence is she on? Mine or yours? She, I thought she did I thought you
0: didn't tell her. <laughs> she,
1: she really just can't go, right? She really wants to go, and I, I might just be like, "All right, fuck it, go." Yeah. All right. You want to hear me talk about like farting in my butthole and all that stuff? Go
2: ahead. Your funeral. Wait. You you have her banned from going. You currently have her on the not allowed to attend list.
1: Yeah, I asked her not to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, she might go home with another funny comedian. Yeah. You don't want that. That would be a bad
1: L. Like I told her, I was like, look, you're, you already don't approve of, you know, mad scientist party hours humor. She'd never be like, you have to stop doing that show or can you tone it down on that show? But like, if she didn't know me, she would never listen to MSPH. She would never like stick a feather in her cap and be like, yes, I'm a part of this group called the Puminati. Yeah, she likes, she likes murder podcasts. She likes true crime. She doesn't like three grown men talking about their dicks and farting assholes.
0: Well, hey, guess what I'm going to review today? Some true crime, documentary, some murder. (laughs) Maybe Killed my dad or whatever it's called. You you know it, Shuddy. You fucking know it.
1: Man, you are just like a white woman in disguise, aren't you, Jeff?
0: I am. This is my my, um, icebreaker with any single chicks.
2: Jeff, don't let them know that you identify as a woman. I don't. That was keep just that genius. under wraps.
1: Yeah,
0: not going to advertise that, especially to my new employer. They would not be cool with it.
1: <laughs> 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 but yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, going over my routine because one of the biggest, one of my biggest worries is that I'll space out. And like, let's say you feel ninety percent prepared, like I got this, I'm ninety percent there. The second you step on ta- on stage, that gets bumped down to like sixty five percent. And I can't function on that.
2: Let me let me ask you something. Passing grade. When you were performing with, or I mean, I, I was gonna I'm gonna say Tiger Box, but even Hate Bean. How did you feel going on stage for those? Like, how did you get through that nerve and realize that you could do it? Just by going out there and doing it a couple of times? Or did, were you not as. Because what it sounds like is you're more afraid of what the stage fright is going to do to you than not necessarily being funny.
1: I'm worried about a lot of things. And they're well, all right. competing. <laughs> they're all competing for first. Okay. <laughs> and it's like a horse race. Sometimes stage fright will pull ahead. And then it's like your shitty material. Oh, now we got a little change here. Hope you hope you box box that trifecta. Cuz like there there nice, is like nice sports reference. Even if I do remember all of my shit. It's like what if I just memorized a horrible fucking act <laughs> and really really shitty hacky jokes and it's going to be an audience full of like my friends and they're like these I'm asking these fucking poor people. Oh, I'm not asking them, but a lot of these poor people are just going to go like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, God, these courtesy laughs are fucking painful. This is rough. Yeah,
2: I, I hope I don't have to do that. I don't know. I have hung out with you extensively over the last, I hate to say it, uh, 21 years. Whoo! No, God, that that was fucking painful to say.
1: You just got like 20 more grays in your beard when you said that.
2: Uh, After Friday, I mean, I can't get any, I don't think I could feel any older. Um,
1: But to answer your question, Shuddy, the hate bean thing at Ellis Mania, it's material that has already been done and I know that people like because we're just doing songs that we have already done. And I'm not up there alone. And there is a backing track. And I had props. I had that like that fake guitar. So like yeah, yeah, so this is just didn't the most you stripped
2: actually play guitar with Tiger Box at one point.
1: Yeah, and, and I spent months working on the solo for that Black Sabbath song. And when I got up there and it was time for the solo, a hair from the wig got blown into my mouth and I inhaled and it went down my throat. And then Malice bonked my guitar with her ass and my fingers fell off and I couldn't find my fretting and then I couldn't find the timing again. So I just stood there for the entire length of the solo, not playing anything.
2: Okay, well, here are some factors that are not going to be in the stand-up. A wig. Malice bumping the guitar out of your hand with her ass and the wig. So Yeah, but I could still
1: I could still like pull a Jeff and do a...
2: I love fried shrimp. I fucking love shrimp.
0: Yeah, I know. They they definitely wouldn't let you live that down, let me tell you. (laughs) If I know anything from from my experience, God forbid you make a fucking slip up once. Shuddy and I do that at least once a show. Good thing I'll be recording the entire fucking stand-up on my phone. I want to.
2: I've noticed... uh, and it might be stress-induced. Uh, but over the last couple of weeks, I've developed a little bit of a stammer at times.
1: You think it could be related to the weed?
2: No, I, I think it's, it's mostly when I'm dealing with work stuff and trying to have a thought-out conversation with somebody where I'm not under the influence of marijuana. And I I just – I stammer at times, and I think it's just stress-related. I don't know what made me bring that up. Oh, misspeaking. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, I do it all the time. And I get very – I catch myself doing it and get very self-conscious of it.
1: Well, I've been – you know, when when I'm at home by myself, I just endlessly run through my act because I want to know it – pardon the name drop, but I was hanging out with – Brendan small from metalocalypse recently. And he was giving me some pointers. Like we talked for like damn near an hour of him just giving me pointers. And like, cause you know, he, uh, death clock just performed a bunch of shows in Philly and it was his first time back. And he's like, you know, I'm the front man, I'm singing, I'm playing guitar. And you know, it was our first show in a, in a while. And it's, it's exhausting. This death clock songs are really, really fast. And he's like, there's so much shit to keep track of. And, like, you're probably going to fuck up. Like, it's your first time. You, like, but you can't, you can't dwell on it too much. You have to make sure you're up there having fun. Because if you're not having fun, neither is anybody else. And, like, he, he kind of walked me through it and gave me some, some pep talks and some pointers. And he's done stand-up. So he was, like, telling me some shit that he's done. He's like, the key is knowing your shit forwards, backwards, sideways, inside and out. Like, you have to know your shit. And, like, if you go, like, uh, you know, like, the biggest actors, like McConaughey and shit, like, the reason those guys are so goddamn good and natural on screen is because they can tell you, you can give them a starting point from any syllable, and they'll jump right in and do, do their monologue or do their lines. And that's what that's what I'm trying to do. I'm cr- trying to cram this shit into my head because I know it's like Ellis Mania. You, you train, like before I'd ever been in the ring, it's like, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. If I get punched here, I'm going to counter with this. Like you, ha- you have this whole plan in your head and then you get in the ring. And, and there's like hit a in the mouth. A thousand people screaming. Some guy throws a punch at you. All of that shit is gone. Your plan is fucking history. You don't remember a syllable of it. So I got to imagine stand-up's going to be similar. Even though it's going to be a small room, there's going to be a lot of familiar faces. Just... That new experience is, is going to shock me. It's going to throw me off my game. And if I'm not at like 120% now, and I get on stage and that gets knocked down, like it could knock me down to a point. There was a point, point today before the show, I was just doing loops of my act over and over and over and over and over. And one time I did it, I left out a sentence. And that one sentence being left out completely torpedoed the rest of that bit. Because I got, I got told, I thought I was going to do like 10 minutes. And I timed myself. And all the shit I had prepped was like 12. So I axed some stuff. And then I, I DMed the, you know, the guy putting this whole thing together. And I was like, so what am I doing? Like, like 10 minutes? Can I, is it cool if I only do 10? And he's like, you're <laughs> going to do seven. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I spent all this time learning the rhythm of this and memorizing the flow. And now I'm losing cues because I have to chop out all this shit. So it used to be like, okay, when you hit this punchline, when you hit this joke, that means you're transitioning to this next, this next point, this next topic. And those markers are gone. So I had to like trim all this fat, relearn it, because there were a couple of times today when I was running through my shit and I just fucking went off into doing stuff that I cut. I was like, oh shit. And if I could only do seven minutes... You know, I need my closer. I, I feel like what I've designated as my strongest bit is my closer. Can't cut that. And then cut another shit, it's like, well, shit, now I'm, now I'm under seven minutes. How do I drag? <sighs> I was, this long-winded rambling point I'm making is I thought I was going to be a little bit more prepared now with 24 hours to go. And I'm not.
2: I think you are more prepared than you think you are. I well, am choosing to have faith in you, and I cannot wait to hear you tell me that I was right next week.
1: Well, you're always right, Shuddy. So.
2: so you should listen to me and just have confidence in yourself. I know you can do this.
1: I might text you for a confidence booster before before I go on. Hey,
2: listen, if you need to call me before you go on stage for a little bit of a pep talk, I will... Always answer that phone call.
0: All right. Yeah, don't text me. I'm
1: driving. I'll be driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, there you go. And if anybody that is, wants to participate in this? Yep, give them the deets. Dime Bar, Tuesday night, August 16th, 8 p.m. It's free. No cover, no tickets. Just waltz right into the bar, plop your ass down, and I will try to remember my fart jokes. Uh. Do you think I should stop being a bitch and just tell Carl to come?
2: Yes, you absolutely should.
1: I was thinking about it today on the drive home, and I'm like, that's kind of a dickhead thing to do. Like, she it, really, she really likes stand up comedy, and her boyfriend of like a year and a half is about to start doing it, and I'm like, don't come. Like, yeah. I
2: understand why you don't want her to come because you're. I, I, and I think a lot of more of it has less to do with the content of your jokes and more to do with your fear of failing. And she is unique. You, you, I wouldn't do it without her because if you do fail, she'll be there to help you. And <laughs> if you don't fail, she'll let you know. Like if you, if she tells you that you were great and means it earnestly, with your humor not being hers then you'll that sh- that'll boost your confidence even further
1: like the things that bum me out is like i talk about farting and we all know how i feel about farting in front of girls
2: kevin you're 40 years old now you should be able to break that barrier this is a great opportunity for that
1: so that topic is discussed in my act and she's going to be there hearing it has and the I also, topic
2: been discussed with her?
1: No. I also talk about how horrible my butthole is. So it's like, I only have seven minutes to, of stage time, and a decent part of it is talking about farting in my horrible butthole, and then she has to come up and kiss me.
2: Well, maybe you take the, the butthole part out and put in one of the other things that you cut.
1: I can't. It's too funny. <laughs>
0: You're most confident about your butthole. Yeah. Oh, man, it's <laughs> tough. you a rocking hard place. You're stuck in between there.
1: Do you see? Do you see this goddamn conundrum?
0: I say you don't invite her. Guys, night out, dude. Guys, night out. She's not allowed. Is Katie going to be there?
1: Probably.
2: Then I don't see how you can ban Carl Katie's. From
1: Katie coming. is there for every show we do. She's heard all of these stories. And it's like. It's like um, I don't mind talking about that stuff in front of an attractive woman because she's married to my boss. It's
2: like, all right, once once that's a factor, you know. Do you see a future for you and Carl, or is this temporary? Jesus Christ, Shuddy boy! Whoa! (laughs) Because you're gonna no. The point is, Kevin is at some point you're gonna have to have these fucking conversations with her. Yeah, I know. And so uh, m- my point is, is just go outside if you're going to bust ass or I'm going to find you if you bust <laughs> ass in here. Yeah. Just do it now. Just do it now.
1: All right. All right. I'll text her and I'll be like, look, I was, I was being a dick.
2: You make should- sure you tell her that I said this. Cause I feel like she likes Jeff more than me because they've actually interacted and I don't.
0: Yeah. Because she met me. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So I need, right. I need some sort of, Thing other than I have a massive toy collection and I make you look like an adult
1: <laughs> I don't know I'm very, I'm very happy with the role you play
2: <laughs> yeah I could share your uh, her contact information with you
1: uh, you rat bastard you rat fucking um,
2: bastard I, I know, think I, you should invite her and I think you're gonna do well that is my official stance on both matters
1: I will say this I, I've started feeling more comfortable with my material like, I, I know I'm not going to go up there and be fucking Bill Burr. That's an impossible standard. But I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm this... fairly confident I can go up there and not just completely whiff. Gallagher. I could be Gallagher. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, <laughs> why do you park on the driveway and drive on the parkway? I'm going to smash this orange.
0: Dude, I think underrated. that
2: right Steven now. even
0: Seagal of stand-up comedy.
2: <laughs> right now, you have but he's a traitor? a lot of time to be in your own head and in your own way. I know, and I think once you get on stage, that's gonna or even in the club, you'll ha- still have nerves. But I think all the background noise and stuff happening at the time is gonna get you, allow you to get out of your own way.
1: We'll see, and I think I'll, i think I'll also chug a beer. To help me mellow out a little bit. And I know I know there's there's friendly faces that are gonna be there. You know, Stevie B's coming out, Dustin's coming out, Jason's gonna be on the bill with me. Like Jeff's there. I'm mm. sure like Bugnish, I think, is coming, and I'm sure some other Puminati will probably pop in. I just feel like I'm st- maybe seeing some friendly faces will will ease me ease me down a little bit and if i bomb we can just fucking laugh about it together be like it's fucking happening it's happening right now yeah.
0: i'm actually going to pick that time to Smoke my first cigarette of the year. I'll go outside. If, that's yeah. right. if I if I see the, the wheels coming off, I'm actually going to take up smoking cigarettes. Oh, oh,
1: looks like I just got verified on parlor. I have to go call my bosses about this. <laughs> fuck yeah.
0: I'm going to fuck you. I'm stopping at a 7-Eleven, pick, picking up a pack of smokes
1: before I come. Just bring some tomatoes and just throw them at me when I, when I start whiffing. Oh, I Love, Carl. Good woman.
0: Do women make things Chiller. Like you're saying, you got your people there, you got your <laughs> you got you got your friends, you got friendly faces. Do women ease the
1: tension? Okay, so to answer your question. I, I would argue no. I would actually argue no. I initially thought if I go up on stage and I do my usual poo-poo dookie butthole fart themed humor, I will be so in my head with Carl being in the audience, like Like, it's hard enough thinking, like, ah, man, this audience is judging me. What if I fail? But it's like, fuck, all these people and my girlfriend are out there judging me. I know she hates poopy caca shit. And, like, I just thought that that would fuck with me. That would be in my head and fuck with me. Like, every gross joke I make, it's like, ah, man, she's, like, falling further and further out of love with me. Like, the last thing I need is to be more in my own head. But now I'm starting to think, what a jerk-off I am. Like... This is a this is a big moment. Like I've been in entertainment for like 17 years. I've always wanted to do this. It's finally happening. Whether it's good or bad, this is like a milestone moment in my life as pathetic as that sounds. And I can't even let my fucking girlfriend be there for it's it. What a not,
2: dick. It's not pathetic and a and just think about it on the inverse. If you wanted her to go and she's like, "No, I'm not coming." How would you feel? Awesome. No, if you wanted her there. <laughs> no, he, he oh. heard it. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine wanting her to be there. <laughs> like, the past couple girlfriends that I've had that couldn't give a flying fuck about my podcast was the greatest thing in the world. It was awesome. Because, like, in order for comedy to be funny, at least the style of comedy that we do... The, the more honest you are, the more embarrassing you are, the better. And it's like if you're all in your own head, and it's like, oh man, I can't talk about my whack butthole because my girlfriend might hear about it and then get bummed out that I have a whack butthole. It kind of doesn't fit. But knowing that I had a girlfriend who was like, oh, you do a podcast with your buddies? Cute. No interest. Awesome. Fucking awesome. And when I met Carl and she was like, I love podcasts my heart dropped out of my chest.
2: (laughs) No. Whereas I've always have taken the inverse stance and been like, Hey, I do a podcast and like announce it all over the place. You want girls hearing about you eating your boogers? Not particularly. Not now that that is a topic of conversation, but (laughs) at what point did you want them to listen to the podcast?
0: (laughs) When, when were you? When were you directing chicks to the MSPH podcast? When I was drinking
2: heavily and peeing in a soda bottle. <laughs>
1: Nobody pisses
2: in a Mountain Dew bottle like I do. <laughs> Fair enough. Ah, the rat poison hey, bottle. The the good old days. Whenever, uh, how,
0: however, it breaks out for you, Kevin. I th- I, I, th- I think you're going to come through on top. Either way, man. I, I would. I don't know. It's a tough. It's a tough decision. In the whole we need call. To start. Workshopping
1: I, would, I would tell your, her not. Should I text her right now? Ahead,
2: we'll have to start workshopping the title for your Netflix half hour.
1: I technically
0: like, not technically. I am. I am voting for her not to come. That not. I'm voting for you not to tell her to come. That's what I'm saying.
1: Why do you think what I said will come true? I'll be in my. I'll be too in my own head about her disapproving of my infantile jokes
0: it's yeah it's just another element another like part of your brain that's being
2: used up that doesn't help your act i should be able to get get over that i should be able to get over that you should be able to and also kevin that leaves jeff as your support system if it goes wrong just
0: (laughs) named a whole bunch of people including his the guy he does comedy with every fucking week not me that's you know the boss ellis I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I don't know. I think it's a very simple approach the way I'm going about it. Right. You're, you're saying it's a big day. I, I argue like it's just one of many days, hopefully of you doing stand up And it's not that big of a deal, but it is your first day. Right. You obviously have anxiety. We've been recording this podcast for 20 minutes. That's what we're talking about. So on top of that, mixing in a girlfriend who, um, you know who you got to be con- uh, you're going to be concerned with how she feels i mean she's going there with you you're leaving with her i don't know it's just, to me it adds another element of um just brain energy that you probably don't need like you're already being like can i remember this is it funny delivery timing timing and then it's like what does carl think <laughs> Like <that's, laughs> it's too much and i again i don't care like
1: what if I get I have, her? What I if I get number. her? I fucking
0: love Carl. Like whatever, so I'll drink with Carl and watch you embarrass
2: yourself. And
1: what if I get stage? Carl a V for Vendetta mask and I'm like, "All right, you can come in the audience, but you have to wear, you have to be V the whole time. You have to be
2: part anonymous."
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be any more distracting than her just going. So yeah, that's that sounds like a great idea. It sounds like another great Kevin Kraft idea. We should, you should do that one.
1: You know what, Jeff? You should just fuck yourself to death.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, man. Whatever, I'm not going to this fucking thing. I told thing. I'm burnt. I'm burnt out on laughing. Like you're burnt out on cons. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know <laughs> if I can do laughing anymore, guys. I've just been doing too much laughing lately.
1: I told I told Carl the story about uh, when I made those girls cry at the bar by f- making fart noises at them.
2: When they were trying to get tickets from Jeff for the Clippers, right? That, yeah, that back that way back in the day story.
1: Yeah. And she yeah. she lo- She was like, you got to put that in your act. I, like, I don't think that'll flow. I don't know how to exactly plug that into the stand-up format. But, yeah, making girls... Hey, you
0: cock like an Earl. We should talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, well, whatever. Fuck me. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's going to happen. Time passes. This is locked in. It's happening.
0: You, it sounds like you know a lot of people are going... Is this a big bar? Have you ever been to this bar to see stand-up?
1: No. Never oh, okay. been in there. I don't know what it looks like. All I've heard is that it's, You probably should have done that. It's, what, just do like a recon mission?
0: Yeah, just to see what it was like. Get yeah. the feel of it.
1: From what I heard, it's, it's, not a com- it's, it's not a comedy club. It's actually a bar. And on Tuesdays, they do stand-up off in the corner. And there's apparently a bunch of like regular bar flies that hang out there. And they're kind of like annoyed that comedy is happening. So you've got, you've got like the cranky old Muppets in their balcony and then seats where it's kind of on you to fill them.
0: Yeah. There's no promotion.
1: Not really. There's no tickets. What have you found found in your sleuthing, Shuddy? It's tiny. Yeah.
2: Good. Well, huh. it's um. You putting in Quaker the, Town terms. No, the cellar wasn't that big, right? That was I've. I'm thinking in New York. To, yeah.
1: Mm, I mean, I'd say the cellar. It's been a long time since I've been in there, but I've, it does. It did feel kind of small, but like. Nothing too far off of your standard comedy club. Like, even the the comedy store has three different rooms, but they're all not, you know, massive. But, oh, man, I, I hear the comedy the comedy store is also tough because of the way it's built. Like, the, the acoustics don't really bounce the laughs back to you, so it's kind of hard to tell how good you're doing. That isn't... Unless you're tearing the fucking roof off the place, but... I've heard that can be, you know, another another rite of passage performing in a room like that when you're just you have no idea how well you're doing. Man, I have to poop. I
2: have That's had, just nervous poops.
1: I've had it for like 2 weeks now. I'm pooping like 5 times a day, and it's not just like sit down, fart 3 times and a rabbit turd comes out. It's like four big boy turds a day.
0: You're a growing young man. Love it. It's just anxiety. I was going to say, is Human it all the ruffians you're
3: eating? Human fecal matter.
1: No. I'm, I've been mostly eating ruffians for a while. <laughs> oh, my tits are coming back. They're starting to fill back up with milk because I can't do push-ups. Maybe that's what I'll do. If I, if I start bombing, I'm just going to go full Gigi Allen. I'm going to take my shirt off and just titty-fuck myself. Is this what you want? <laughs> like this? Like this? And then Carl just is like, all right, I'm leaving him. Here are the keys. You take them, Jeff. You give them to him. I can't, I can't finish this.
0: I'm nervous for and Carl's relationship after this.
2: I'm not, because he's going <laughs> to kill it.
1: All right, well, whatever. Yeah, do, do we have true, things to review?
2: Yeah, we have films to review. Fuck yeah! Oh, Shuddy, you watched Prey, didn't you? I watched yes, Prey it, immediately after recording. Well, not immediately. I had to cook my dinner, but then I, while I ate, I watched Prey.
1: I like how you even Shuddy yourself. I watched it immediately after. Actually, nope, nope. I, I didn't. It wasn't immediate. There nope. was actually a few, it a few approximately seconds.
2: Approximately thirty minutes later, because my dinner took twenty to cook.
1: Oh my goodness!
2: (laughs) So, what did you think? I enjoyed it. I did. uh, I will say that it was getting close to midnight when the film ended, so I started to nod off strictly from being tired. But I did finish the film without falling asleep. Nice. It was a lot of fun. It was. I enjoyed it. Um, I've seen since watching it, I've seen tons of memes. People saying, "Let me just watch samurais and stuff fight predators," and I would be so down for that. Just have a whole bunch of predator movies prequels in different time periods, fighting different.
1: Oh my god, dude! Samurai's versus fucking predators.
2: Pirates versus predators.
1: So sick! Like I saw it like the day Prey premiered on on Hulu. They said it was like their most watched thing ever, including. When the Kardashians debuted on Hulu, it just, it just shattered records. Everybody just hopped on like predator prequel. Fuck. Yeah. Play. And immediately day one, before I'd even seen it, people were saying the same stuff. Like, like do this for every fucking time period. Caveman versus predators. Yeah.
2: I would watch every, I probably watch every single one of them,
1: but that, that samurai concept that gives me Woody's.
2: Yeah. That would be fucking awesome. Let's
0: go. Actually, never mind. I was about to
2: say something epically stupid.
0: Oh, oh yeah, like what? I was be like, why don't we just watch Seal Team Six versus a Predator? But that's, that's that that's Predator. Pretty much Predator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you'll get like some great action movie stars. Yeah, you know? what if like a, what
1: if you got uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers in it?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's why
2: I self edited,
1: as Gordon would say. Uh, Man, I really then, wish you wouldn't do that, Jeff.
2: The next film I saw. <laughs> I had a great film idea. <laughs> uh, I did not enjoy nearly as much. Well,
1: wait, how many predator dicks are you sucking?
2: Oh, three and a half prey dicks.
1: Okay. That's fair enough.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was a good movie. Like, it was. Those kills were sick, right? Great. Uh, yeah. It was sick. The fucking French trappers.
1: Yeah. Uh, that I didn't expect
2: at all. Uh I was like when uh when they arrive in the field of buffalo that have been skinned and she picks up a cigar I'm like what is this a ty- like what the fuck is this cigar have to do with anything and then the, the trapper showed up I'm like oh.
1: oh I called it immediately the second they showed all of those like skinned buffaloes Carl was like why would the predator do that and I was like uh-oh white people dun dun
2: dun <laughs> Um, Even worse, French. <laughs> uh, I think I haven't seen the most recent Predator movie.
1: Oh, uh, the Predator with the Olivia Munn—the
2: one with Olivia Munn—that
1: was very, very bad.
2: Um, I did see the Adrian Brody Predator movie. That one I kicks ass. Predator, <laughs> um, and some of the Alien versus Predator movies. I think that. This is probably the best after the original. I have not seen Predator 2. I don't think ever so I can't comment on that.
1: Predator 2 deserves to be in there. It's not a great movie, but it's I think it came out in 1990 and like a Predator in is it LA? What city is it in? Or Chicago? I thought it was LA. But like a Predator in the city with like Jamaican voodoo gangs. And Danny Glover, like it's campy as fuck, but it's like it's like RoboCop good, where like you know it's campy, but you're still enjoying yourself. I don't. I, I say the only bad Predator movie is the one that came out a couple years ago. Like it had really bad CG, the dialogue was just brutal, 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 brutal. It had like a couple of cool kills, but did Shane
2: Black write that movie though?
1: Yeah which was very strange because Shane Black is a really good filmmaker and, you know, it's kind of cool that one of the guys from the first Predator movie starts making Predator movies. But I just, I wish he made the one with Adrian Brody and not that poopy one.
2: (laughs) Well, What else did you watch, Shuddy? Bodies, Bodies, Bodies.
1: Mm. Very curious to hear your thoughts on this.
2: Yeah, was Pete Davidson ain't good? Fucking hated it. Oh, it was a brutal hour and thirty-five minutes for me.
1: Man. Yeah. I mean the trailer was brutal, but I thought after watching it, it's like okay, maybe that's the point of the whole movie—to show how annoying Gen Z people are, and then they get murdered, and you get to cheer at their deaths.
2: So it was that first thing. It was that first thing, how terrible Gen Z is. Uh, Almost every line was a Gen Z buzz phrase or cliche.
1: Yeah, that's what was driving me nuts in the trailer.
2: Um, The trailer showed pretty much all of the jokes and gags in the entirety of the film. My goodness. Um, But there was this one group of people that laughed at literally everything that happened on screen as if it was the funniest thing they had ever seen full on cackling.
1: And did that make your experience worse?
2: Uh it was by the, what seemed like the three hour point I was, which maybe would have been 10 minutes in. I was, it was driving me nuts because I was, I could not fathom how they were enjoying it so much. Um Pete Davidson got very close to the line of being annoying. Uh the breakout the best performance in the entire fucking movie was Lee Pace. Ah, uh, Ronan. He was phenomenal. But every single one of the kids had zero redeeming qualities about them, including the main girl who had a terrible, terrible Russian accent that had nothing to do with the story whatsoever.
1: You know who that is, right?
2: I don't. It's
1: Borat's daughter from Borat 2. Oh. So that might be a natural Russian accent.
2: I mean, she barely talked. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, Were the kills cool, at least? So, no. Ugh. Um this is all fucked. <laughs> no, because no, they weren't. Because no, it was not it wasn't good. I don't understand how it got rated so high. That that failed.
1: How many how many? Oh, and are she you is sorry?
2: Bulgarian, so that was real and it just was awful. It was awful. God damn it, speak American. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It just it
1: Beautiful. sounded
2: like a fake Russian accent. That's how it sounded like a fake Eastern European accent. It's a boho so tetsi. Um <laughs> But it was not I good. See. I don't think it was good. The ninety percent that it has on Rotten Tomatoes to me is Whoa blows my mind. I
1: didn't know it was packing heat like that.
2: That was what made me decide to go see it. I the trailer I thought looked fun, and then I saw that it was playing at one time at the movie theater nearby. So I was like, "Well, it can't be good." And then I checked Rotten Tomatoes, and ninety percent. Hmm. So I was like, maybe it's just, but it. I hated it. I hated it. One and a half dicks. Uh strictly because Lee Pace ruled.
1: Damn. One and a half dicks on three bodies. It's not a lot of dick to go around. No. I saw a, an A24 movie
2: this weekend in the theater. Marcel the Shell with shoes on? That's the one. Did you really? That's. <laughs> I want to see that, but it's not playing around here anymore.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like out of most of the theaters. And Alamo Drafthouse was doing like two shows per day this weekend. So we just went and saw it on a whim. And because, like, Carl, like, I wanted to see it. I'll see anything. Um, But Carl was like, oh, that looks adorable. I want to see it. Neither of us were familiar with the YouTube series that it's based on. But it's just, like, a tiny little shell with a googly eye. And he's got, like, like little legs and sneakers on. And it's just, like, a little claymation thing with Jenny, Jenny Slate doing, like, a little nasally voice for it. And that was basically all I knew going into it. Like, I'd seen the trailer. Looks cute. Probably is going to be super cute. Um, and it was. The it was,
2: YouTube videos are fucking hysterical. Yeah, I I'd, think they're so good.
1: I had never seen them, and it, the the whole movie plays out uh, like a mockumentary. Oddly enough, <clears throat> the guy who actually directed the movie plays himself, Dean Fleischer and I, I worked with him when I was working on Brody Stevens's um, Comedy Central show. Like, he came on and, and directed an episode. So it was, it was weird seeing him, like, in that movie and talking and his name pops up all over it from time to time because, like, the whole plot of the movie is Marcel the Shell lives in a house that this couple used to live in and they moved out and it became an Airbnb. And I think just about all of Marcel the Shell's friends and family, these weird little sentient shells, and there's even a fucking tampon in there. There's, like, a sentient tampon. Like they all are just gone and Marcel wants to find everybody and becomes an internet star and people want to like get Marcel on sixty minutes and find find his missing family. And it was you know, it was cute. It was a cute, uplifting, positive, ninety minutes. A little sad. Definitely tugs on your heartstrings a little bit. But it was it was it was interesting and I feel like as far as like Jeff would hate it. It's, it's a little too positive for Jeff.
2: <laughs> How were the jokes?
1: The jokes were, it definitely had a brand. And a lot of it was just relied on Marcel being a little bit clueless about life and just saying things that he does that are like weird and quirky, but says them like they're everyday things. So they, With- were, they were cute.
2: With a little bit of innuendo thrown in there sometimes. Yeah,
1: because there was a part where Marcel's in the tub and says that he finds these little curly hairs at the bottom of the tub and likes to straighten them out. <laughs> and for a PG movie to make pube jokes, that's that's a thumbs up.
2: That's how the YouTube videos were. like. They It was all delivered just so very innocently and stuff, but like, it was funny for the kids with the way it was delivered, but the it was funny for adults because of the innuendo that was hidden in there.
1: I think it might be a movie that gives you another check in the win column for A24.
2: I have a feeling it would. I definitely think that Marcel the Shell with shoes on would have been a much better experience than Bodies, Bodies, Bodies.
1: Fair enough, yeah. Yeah,
2: I, I mean... I'll suck
1: 3.75 Marcel the dicks. It's, you know, worth a watch. I don't think it'll be like a classic that I'll buy on 4K and just watch over and over and over like I did with Event Horizon, which I'm so fucking pumped about watching this weekend. God damn it. Twitter has been constantly pushing out Event Horizon stuff because it's like the 25th anniversary
0: Wait, so you're watching it this upcoming weekend? You haven't seen it yet?
1: Not since I got it on disc, no. Well, 4K. I got the new limited edition 4K steelbook that's so fucking cool looking. And Carl's never seen it, so we're going to watch it this weekend. Because it's... We're we're mid-August. This is around when I start hitting the horror movies big. Up to Halloween. Was, um... Crawl on board with
2: Spooky Season last year.
1: Yeah, she likes horror movies. She gets it's really specifically
2: like Spooky Season, though.
1: Listen, you sons of bitches! Don't don't put stupid words. you are gonna ass.
2: start the horror movies now. Then we're gonna start Spooky Season now.
1: It's not spooky. It's scary. Sp- spooky season. Spooky is for babies, Shuddy boy. Damn it!
0: Is uh Event Horizon is the birthday this weekend? What day did it come
1: out? I don't know, but like for for like maybe a week or two now, a lot of like um, entertainment magazine like Twitter accounts have been tweeting about it, and like horror horror people, death metal people that I follow are all into it. It's like because that's that's Paul W S Anderson. Hey guys, and
2: today 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 it came out. Oh man, okay. August Let me go 15th, get the fifteenth nineteen ninety seven.
0: Happy birthday, Event Horizon. I got a good one. I got a good one. Hold on. All right. I
1: saw it in theater. Nice. Yeah, check this out. Isn't this sick?
0: You should invite Carl over tonight to watch out with you so she can get used to horror shows. Get Used to horror shows.
1: Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a fucking bitch.
0: Yeah. I worked on that while you're uh, doing your Mr. Burns to walk over to your DVD <laughs> rack to get it. You should, you should. Your whole stand-up should be you walking on and off the stage. You're fucking hilarious. Hey, guys,
1: here's my best bit.
0: <laughs> here's me going to get my
1: drink. <laughs> right, this is for you, Jeff.
0: I love fried shrimp. I fucking love mm. shrimp. shrimp. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my smile on because I earned it. I feel good about that. (laughs) It's the first time I ever feel good about you playing that button.
2: You you turned around to walk away and Jeff goes, "Hold on, I got one." And I just, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah. Look how cool the runway. Look how cool this sleeve is.
0: Yeah, I saw that when I was uh, at your place the other night or the other day. It was sick can't wait Movie's underrated well apparently it's getting to do its deserve i've never or seen deserves. it
1: deserves scary yeah it fucking rules yeah when i saw it in the theater thinking i was just like all right here we go another horror movie and i was like god damn that movie went hard
0: it's like scary on multiple different levels yeah you know they do have their jump scares um it's just like psychologically fucking frightening. The idea of it is frightening and it's just like a lot of just scary visual stuff. It's, it's a good
1: movie. Yeah. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped to give this another watch. I can't even count the amount of times that I've seen Event Horizon, but I don't know. Like these... Is the rap- Armageddon? No.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I got gotcha. you.
1: Oh, no, Shuddy Boy's got a box or something. He's got like a treat.
0: So <laughs> stick takes a bite out of it. Oh, okay, it's it's like
1: gotta, go. I got I got chocolate.
2: Eat your buddy. It's like a
0: book. Maybe it's like a calendar.
1: It's not
2: a calendar. But I was hoping
0: it was like an advent calendar. You can eat it for something.
2: I was just taking the Barnes and Noble sticker off of it. I I'm didn't just jump it ahead. And camera. Gonna eat
0: the chocolate, baby Jesus. Wait a minute, Barnes and Noble. They're not like blockbuster. Isn't there like isn't like five of them left in the world?
2: There's two within a half hour of me.
0: What? Yeah. I haven't seen what Barnes and Noble in forever. Fair enough. I think there's I'm like three of, of
1: them within driving distance of me. There, I know there's one in the Grove. All right, I guess they don't read down here in Long
0: Beach. Fuck it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no, I, we, I, we were going to segue into the next film I watched because I found myself at a Barnes and Noble and I bought the Age of Cage book. Oh, uh, about his movies. And I also, I wanted to get the other one I got because I'm excited to also read it.
1: Oh, from the streets of Shaolin. The Wu-Tang Saga. I can't see who wrote it.
2: S I have S.H. Fernando Jr., whoever that is. But I found these. Is that, w- that Wu
1: God? Or
0: you God? Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like your Wu-Tang infatuation interest... Um, spark pretty closely to when your He-Man stuff sparked. No, the
2: Wu-Tang stuff came way before when uh, yeah. the first season of the Hulu show came out. And so then you that- could have
0: easily had just like a shrine of Wu-Tang shit behind you. Wu-Tang is for the children.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, I, I have a ODB prayer candle that says exactly that. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um, but I watched Moonstruck last night which I had never seen
1: oh I watched that somewhat recently for the first time
2: is that share? snap that out Cher. of it and Danny Aiello No, huh.
1: it's one of those movies where like you could never make that today not because of like you know, oh you'll get cancelled but like I don't think that story is incredibly relatable. By the way, from the way that relationships work today.
0: No, uh, was Nick Cage able to put his hands on Cher? I
1: don't think so.
0: No, smack it's... her around. No, she slaps him. Oh shit!
2: It's a worst time. It was. I really enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's an awesome uh, movie. It
2: is very dated in some of the family stuff like you said um but coming from an italian family like the dynamic was something very familiar and even the decorations inside Cher's parents house like i went to relatives (laughs) houses in north jersey that looked identical to that like the real old-timey wallpaper all the wood the pictures, uh, it was either old-timey pictures of family or religious iconography on the wall, every wall, in every room. <laughs> um, like So uh, it was a lot of fun. Cher was excellent in it. Um, she got an Oscar. Nicholas Cage. It was before he, he fixed gem. his chompers. What a gem. Yeah. After he pulled his teeth out for a movie.
1: Yeah, um, the... I feel like the the one thing with with um Moonstruck is if the events in that movie played out in real life it would n- have an ending that resembles nothing of the ending of that movie.
2: There would be no happy ending at all.
1: No. <laughs> the just... way that movie wraps itself up, it's like, well, that's nice and neat
2: and tidy. It's like, wait a second. No. No, it isn't. Not in the slightest. Uh Funny enough, I learned that Nicolas Cage wanted to, did not want to be a part of that scene. What, the final scene? The final scene, yeah. Like he had a, he had a, he threw a chair across the room and then it had to turn into these, then it turned into this whole big ordeal where everybody was like kind of fighting with each other. And then the fight ended and they shot that scene and then that was it. Like It was just the start of Nicolas Cage being very, I, I thought it was excellent and the wooden hand took me completely by surprise and I loved it.
1: <laughs> so how many um, share dicks would you suck?
2: Uh, I'm going to put this at four. Now that I've thought about it more and talked about it, I have to adjust my the three and a half I gave it and bump it up because it was very good.
1: Danny Aiello was awesome in it too.
2: Yes, he kicks ass. It, it was all very good. I liked the uh, I liked Bobo at the the waiter at the Italian re- the old waiter at the Italian restaurant. Yeah, who was very upset that Danny Aiello, who was a really good bachelor customer for the last twenty years, was proposing. <laughs>
1: and the old guy uh, walking the dogs.
2: And the, the scenes with Olympia Dukakis and the dad from Frasier.
1: Dukakis, underrated funny last name. V-
2: very much so.
1: The dad from Frasier. What's that guy's name? That's killing me. I want to say John something.
2: Oh. Um, but where he 's the sleazy college professor who keeps dating his students and having them throw the drink in his face and they have dinner and he walks her home and tries to get her to invite him in
1: John mahoney
2: it was <laughs> i I really enjoyed that movie a lot four dicks four
0: share dicks nice. I Googled dad from Fraser and it said Martin Crane, and that's what I was going to tell you guys. I realized that's the character name.
1: <laughs> I also forgot um, to mention there was a guy who did a voice in Marcel the Shell with shoes on who might have one of the greatest names ever. His name is Peter oh. Boners. Boners with a Z. Do you
2: think it's pronounced Boners, or do you think it's Boners?
1: I mean, I bet you it was boners to begin with, and this motherfucker was like, "No, no, no, it's boners." <laughs> like, no, no, no. My name's not. My last name isn't Weiner. It's Weiner. Like no. Bonnier. Motherfucker, your last name is Weiner. Your last name is boners, with a Z. It's like a cool new rebranding of boners. And then Peter. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Peter means a dick. Yeah,
0: got a lot of phallic. Inspire names.
1: Peter Boners. When I, re, when I like logged it in Letterboxd, I started laughing, and Carl's like, what are you giggling about? I'm like, look at this guy's name! And she just put her hand in her head and was like, oh. my And then I just kept giggling like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Peter Boners. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did watch more of the Beavis and Butthead show.
2: Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that. Are you current? I've seen three episodes. That's all there are. Okay. So we need to discuss the ASMR bit. Fucking genius. That was so fucking funny.
1: Yeah. Apparently, I saw this promoted tweet that said, if you try to get a a free month trial of Paramount+, you use the promo code NACHOS, and you get a month. So if you want to just watch Beavis and Butthead new episodes nachos nachos is your secret code
0: it's almost impossible to not get at least a free month out of paramount plus they're just giving them out yeah i think i got a free year through t-mobile same yeah so paramount plus is our. i mean shit south park and what is it like six dollars a month or five dollars a month like south park and beavis and butt i'd make it worth it yeah essentially you know i think uh,
2: I think the se- of the three, the second episode was the strongest.
0: I Think I agree. Did did you you don't watch it with Carl, right,
1: or or you do? We watched the first one, and she was like, "All right, I don't need to see any more of this." <laughs> but when well, I told her well, that about said, BTS, she was like, "I want to. I, I kind of want to see that one." Yeah, I was going to say if she's a BTS fan,
0: I I don't think she'd be like offended by by the joke. I thought it was a good little thought it was a funny uh, little spot or a little uh, section.
2: I think the first half of this most recent episode was a little weak. Like the Post Malone video chit chat, I didn't think was that great.
0: Yeah, I didn't think it was that great either. Although I do really like that Post Malone song.
2: Uh, Circle's but song. the second half with yeah. the river and the parkour. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That fucking parkour, <laughs> with them fighting over what city it is, it was it just made me laugh my ass off.
0: You now Beavis, I think you're right. I think it is Houston.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too big to admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's, They're um, both like really dumb and really well crafted characters. Obviously, I love that shit. Like, yeah. The BTS stuff was hilarious too. I want to hear Carl's opinion on that. Maybe I'll just ask her tomorrow.
1: I also took um twenty five minutes this past week and watched the whole first season of I Am Groot on Disney Plus. Was, was twenty five <laughs> minutes? Is that of the a gig webisodes
2: or is that factual? It's factual yeah, the
1: webisodes. <laughs> There's five episodes and they're five minutes each. Nice. Wow. Yeah, like Disney Plus seems to really like that. They have all these shorts with the dog from Up. And they have um, like the fork. Who's the fork face motherfucker from Toy Story? He's new. Forky? Yeah, Forky. They have Forky shorts. And it's like weird things like Forky ponders death or, or shit like that. Like they get real, real like adult existential shit. Like what happens when I die? It's like Jesus Christ, Fork Face. There's four year olds watching this. Take it easy. Don't you want to do like a bit on bubble gum? No. What uh, happens when I, cl- I die?
0: How do I clean up my credit report? Jesus <laughs>
1: Christ, Forky. But um, I, they were... There's no real... I, th- I think people are bummed out about it because like the reviews didn't seem great. But it's nothing that moves the Marvel Universe forward. Like one episode is just... My favorite one is Groot's in, like, an alien forest, Baby Groot. They're all Baby Groot. And he goes in, like, this mud bath and just has, like, a spa day. And the mud makes his his leaves grow out like a chia pet. And it's, it's just, like, cute little silly shorts like that. And if you're stoned on a weekend, why not take 25 minutes and get some adorable Baby Groot shit in your life?
0: Yeah, why not? What's stopping
2: you from doing that? The new thing that I've uh, been enjoying the shit out of, getting real high and watching. Uh,
1: Me fingering my own ass in the mirror.
2: (laughs) Perfect Strangers.
1: Wait, how are you watching that?
2: It's on Freevee, Formerly IMDb TV.
1: Oh, that's right. Where we
2: watch what am I spacing out on? Wow,
1: never, what is? Oh, you're probably too young. Again? Cousin he's Larr- definitely too young. Cousin Larry, yeah, I wouldn't get it. And Balky Bartakamoose.
2: It's uh, about a guy who things. moves into his first <laughs> apartment in Chicago, and then after he immediately moves in, his long lost or very very distant cousin that he's never met from a made up. Mediterranean island of Meepos shows up at his door to live with him and learn about America. So it's like Mork and Mindy? It is from the guy who did Mork and Mindy, yes. It's not broke, don't fix it. I get it. (laughs) Um, Was it missing Robin Williams? It's very, it's, it's a little bit cheesy and campy, but I didn't remember it being so slapstick. And it's a lot of fucking... I've just been smoking a bowl and watching it and just giggling at everything because it, it is really funny. And the Bronson Pinchot as Balky Bartakamus is... It's so fun, I think.
1: Jeff, do you know who Bronson Pinchot is? Is that how you say his name? Of course. Yeah, he's... Um
0: surge from uh from beverly hillscott
2: he sure is i know from (laughs) he's balky he's balky i
0: I think he's surge that's (sighs) what i know him from the 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 other place i know him from is the old clark duke and michael sarah um i think it was called clark clark and michael and they were also like webisodes like comedy shorts just uploaded to YouTube, and they had like a Bronson Pinchot story that I I would assume is completely made up, but it was fucking hilarious. Like they just they met Bronson Pinchot at a at a like a a cocktail lounge, and he was like the coolest motherfucker ever. He like asked one of the waitresses, he like handed her a uh, a bunch of rolled up hundreds, asked her to um swish it up in her ass, and then stir his drink with it. And he called it an ass and coke. And just like them telling that story, I was fucking dying. It was hilarious. If it's true, great. Doesn't doesn't matter.
1: Probably isn't. That sounds like a painful drink to make. So that's my
0: that's my that's my Bronson Pincho, Uh Pichon whatever. That's 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 Corn how I know of him. Maki Chu. But he isn't a bunch of stuff. Uh, he's also in um. Isn't he in True Romance? Isn't he in that?
2: Uh I'm going to Google what else he was in. I Not did Google. watch that
1: fairly recently. I know he was doing like reality TV for yes, a while. He
2: was in True he was in True Romance. I mean, you knew that obviously we were viewing a show that he was in.
0: Um sounds like he fucking killed it up until like 95 and then just like his career went to shit. I don't know what happened. He
2: pro- he might He's have been gotten- in a movie from 2013 called Kung Fu and Titties.
1: Joke's on you, Jeff. His career was great.
2: Richard Tiddy, an an out-of-shape martial arts wannabe is shot into an alternate dimension after his girlfriend, Cynthia, is kidnapped. This is definitely an independent film.
0: Kung Fu and Titty is
1: two things that I absolutely love. (laughs) Maybe I should just change Iron Lung into a remake of that.
0: Speaking of uh, two things that I love, this I, I have a, something to review too, but I talked about this in the last podcast. Um, I've been getting into like these random Reddit subreddits and really how I get there is because I'm subscribed to pretty much a, f- a bunch of free only fans accounts on Reddit. So, you know, I'll check that out to end my night. Sometimes to start my day even, um, but I'll randomly like click into like a topic subreddit or a topic Reddit. And there is this one, um, um. like hey it said hey reddit ladies what's the weirdest thing a guy's ever done in bed and there was a couple good ones and one of them was this girl hot mentioned 9337 said <clears throat> was going down on a guy felt something hit the top of my head looked up and this motherfucker was eating a slice of pizza pepperoni had fallen on my head obviously my first thought was I must be doing something wrong and he was bored nope quote, carry on, eating and getting my dick sucked, the two best things in the world are both happening right now, he said. I couldn't even be annoyed at him when he laid it out like that. <laughs> it's just like, two best things in the world, I agree. Eating and
1: There's no way either person in this story was attractive. Probably not, no. Like the type of guy who will just eat a slice of pizza while getting a knobber from like, a girl that he clearly didn't know all that well. And then for her to just look up and be like, eh and go back to no, sucking death.
2: No, I disagree one hundred percent. Good. That sounds like time. something a hot guy that can get whatever he wants exactly would do. Because That's true. A
0: guy a guy that's that addicted to food isn't thrown away one of a few fuck sessions he has to eat a slice of pizza in that moment. That's a good that's a it's an astute point by shutter. You got to give him credit for that. I don't know. Yeah, like it, it could he's be. He's
2: almost at that point, like, negging the girl. Like, yeah, you're sucking my dick, but this pizza is also important right, <laughs> right now. Let's it reminds
1: get... me of that porn clip that you used to see every once in a while of a girl who was, like, eating this guy's ass. And then she was like, she's like, you, 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 you. And then she, like, took a break and went to go back in, and the guy just fucking farts right on her tongue. Oh, and-
0: yeah. What was that? on? E bombs rolled or something, something
1: along those uh, lines. Porn
0: bloopers. I, I, I always believe that was a real video.
1: Oh, because you was calling bullshit? No, she was pissed. Like, yeah, she's she like was hilarious. You, 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 you. And she goes, "Ah, oh, you motherfucker!" And like punched him in his ass. And then when he turned around, and he's laughing. He had a boner, and she like, she like slapped it. And it was like, like when she when she whacked it. Like she was so pissed off, she punched him in the ass and then bitch-slapped his boner. Like, that's a guy who has had so much sex that he's just like, yeah, I'm getting my ass eaten right now, and it's prank time.
2: Yeah, like... Like, yeah. We, we, we have friend, a common friend that, you know, could say pretty much anything he wanted to a girl because of how good-looking he was, and...
1: Shuddy, I'm right here.
2: Suffer <laughs> no consequences. Like, it just... Of course that girl is going to be like, yeah, you know, he's hot and he laid it out plainly. So, yeah, he kept sucking his dick. So let's just say.
1: He was famished. He wanted a slice of pizza. Let's just say this pizza knobber guy looks like Ryan Gosling. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're pulling shit like that, like a girl is is sucking my penis, perhaps one of the greatest things that could ever happen to a man. I'm going to jeopardize this. I'm going to jeopardize this by reaching over for a slice of pizza, and I'm going to eat some pepperoni pizza right over her head. This guy yeah. has 100 percent, like, rallied for a blumpkin.
2: This is the the type of guy that eats the pizza knows that he is not in a position that anything is going to change what is happening. Yeah,
0: like she he's go got the supreme
2: he's get- confidence that. He can do whatever he wants, and she's sticking around. That
1: guy farts in front of his girlfriend for sure.
2: That guy Dutch ovens his girlfriend <laughs>
0: for sure. He's probably pooped on his girlfriend without her consent just to see if he can
1: get away with it. He gives her a Dutch oven, and then he's like, "Hey, you know, what, while you're down there,
2: while your head's under <laughs> oh, the covers, eh, might as well, you know, eh. yep, don't come up until uh, your trim is your chin is dribbling." <laughs>
0: I got, I got one more oh, for you guys, shit. if you guys are interested. Did you like that first one? Fuck yeah. All right. This one's from Terrestrial Trinket. Uh, she got four awards on this post and 12,000 upvotes. So she really killed it. But many years ago, I hooked up with a guy I casually knew who was a bouncer at a club. He wasn't a big, beefy bouncer guy. He was a skinny and quirky blonde hair guy. Imagery for the story. At the time... I didn't have a stable place, so I was driving as we made our way to his apartment. Along the way, he insisted that we stop at the grocery store. All he bought at the grocery store was a package of hot dogs. I thought it was odd, but really didn't think much about it. Well, we get to his house and start doing the deed. He's an awkward fella for sure. A few minutes in, he pauses and opens his package of hot dogs whilst right on top of me and starts shoveling them into his mouth and chewing vigorously. He said he needed them for Stanima. Holy shit, what a strange night I'll never forget. Now, that's weird, but my favorite is the top comment that was that was ass that was voted up to the top, below it, from at, or whatever, uh, Harry's alter ego. He said, he said he needed them for the Stanima. Did the hot dogs help? <laughs> I just thought that that was the funniest because, like, that is the essence of a guy question. Like, well, wait a second. Hold on. Did it work? Because I might try it. <laughs> like, did it help his performance? Because if, if I could get a 25 to 50% better performance, fuck it. I'll eat raw hot dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just thought it was hilarious that it was like, hey, did it work?
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Even if it did work, I don't think the girl <laughs> is now going to appreciate your newfound stamina. After eating raw hot dogs in her face.
0: No, but if you know that, maybe you, maybe you uh, get some hot dogs down right before you do the thing. Like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> you leave a package
1: of hot dogs in the bathroom. And you come back with hot dog breath? Like, I, I'm, I'm curious to like... Move. To pull the women of the Puminati and like, if you are going to get like the most earth-shattering orgasm of your life, would you tolerate a man shoveling raw hot dogs into his mouth while he's pumping you,
0: whilst
2: on top of you, yeah.
0: Whilst she used that word too. Whilst <laughs> I, 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 read that correctly. Uh, I thought it was I, I. To me, the funniest thing was the guy. Well, does it work? <laughs> 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 but yeah, that is. I am interested. How was the stamina? <laughs> I love
2: that well, you call it stamina too. Guys. Yeah, the stamina is what's getting me the most.
0: St- stamina. What did I say? Stanima?
2: <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. <laughs>
0: if you, I'm sure you knew this, Shuddy, but M's and N's are right next to each other in the alphabet. Yes, they
1: are. I get oh. them mix
0: up from time to time.
1: Scrambled my brain.
0: Jeff, you got something yeah. to review, right? Yeah, I'll be fast about it though. Since no one fucking cares, especially you, Kevin, pussy. But, um, I just killed my dad is a three part Netflix documentary that i was almost inspired by my father was here in town and i was like you know what fuck it fuck it let's go but i didn't i didn't i just watched the documentary actually and it was fucking solid my brothers actually stuck around and watched the whole thing which is pretty rare whenever i throw one of these documentaries on they usually peace out but they got into it um and it's about a, a kid who was 17 at the time who um murders his dad shoots him a couple times in the body then once in the head has like an execution kill um but um the circumstances around the murder are obviously um what's in question and whether or not he was right to murder his father um it details surface about their relationship about the father being very abusive not to just him but his stepmom his original mother and his stepmom's kid um the dude was an absolute scumbag for sure um and you'll you quickly find that out you quickly are rooting for the for the for the kid but there's uh this kid's defense attorney um decided to take the case pro bono and this guy's just a fucking g and was awesome definitely the guy you root for most and the kid was kind of cool uh in his own right, like the whole thing with him is he was very like monotone and emotionless and very flat. When when calling 911, when being interrogated by the cops, when talking about it and like essentially what this kid arrived at was like, my my father sucks. He needs to be murdered. And I don't feel bad about it at all. And just God had damn. that energy the whole time. Like they have the 911 calls. And the nine one one operators talking to him. He's just matter of fact, like, yeah, I just just killed my, just shot my father, uh, killed him. He's like, and then like the the nine one one is, like stunned, stunned at how calm this kid is. Like, so you shot him? Is did is he dead? He's like, no, I just yeah, I killed him. It's <laughs> like he was just very monotone. Like, yeah, I, just, I murdered him. And uh, so they discuss obviously the whole. Uh, Documentary, just like who is right, like and and they go through the investigation, the district attorney's um, original stance on it and how she develops after she learns more details. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I guess I'm a sucker for these things, so take my grade with a grain of salt here. But I'd give it a four. Uh, say it's four dicks. Um, it was three parts. I, I want to say they're each 45 minutes long. So. For me it wasn't a long watch. But I, I dug it. And I think all of the uh all of the three Puminati chicks that also watch true crime will really like it. Tell tell Carl about it. I wonder which actually she probably already knows she's Dexter.
1: Oh yeah, she she knows. Alright. She that like auto played when we opened up Netflix this weekend and she's like, Oh, yep, that's on my watch list like, and yeah. my You saw her little lady boner? Of course it is. Of course it is.
0: Man.
2: She <laughs> watches you lost- your Go ahead, Jeff.
0: I was going to say, she
1: watches your dumb shit. Maybe you should give, uh, you should give true crime another chance. It's, I, I just don't like that, that it's real. I feel so helpless. It's like, this is fucking horrible. Like, at least when you watch a movie about crimes, most of the times they catch the bad guy in the end, and you're like, phew, and it wasn't real. Awesome. But this is just like, oh, my God, there's so many fucking real horrors in the world. I don't want to be
2: reminded of that. Have you watched Tickled, Jeff? no what's that the documentary about the tickling competition
0: i've heard of it i think yeah because it's been out for a while yeah it's okay
2: that's probably where i heard of it uh i think yeah it's on hbo max you should give that a watch
0: tickled okay
2: tickled yeah
0: eight miles back on hbo max which is very random very random you yeah. didn't watch it on on HBO Max, right? Yes, I
2: did. I mean, I watched it on HBO Go back.
0: No, then. no, no, no. I just, no, I just, I, 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 just kind of like hijacked the conversation. You just said that Eight Miles now on HBO Max, which is random.
1: I watched because, it on Tubi, I think.
0: Yeah, you couldn't. You you looked where it was streaming, and it wasn't on HBO Max. Like what a month ago, two yeah. weeks ago. So it's like HBO Max is maybe they're Pumanati over there.
1: Maybe. Maybe they saw our polls.
0: Yeah. Hey, I did know you guys I was checking out our polls?
1: Did you guys see that poll that I put up?
0: Uh, yeah, I did. See, I responded.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which, man, I, once I saw that that response, I couldn't stop laughing. But
0: hey, I already cleared my background check. Fuck it, let's go. I'm back in
1: <laughs> back in the mix. <laughs> yeah, I was. That stemmed from, so the the whole tweet, Shuddy, because I know you're not on Twitter that much.
2: I was just looking it up.
1: Because I'm kind of curious which way you would vote. Um, Would you go to a massage parlor that only offers back scratches and head scratches?
0: Hmm, It's a reduced cost, right? Like, you're not paying the same amount for a head scratch as a fucking 90-minute Swedish massage, right?
1: No. I mean, right. you're still taking up an hour of somebody's time, so. <laughs> you got going to get an hour <laughs> worth of back scratches? Yeah, it's an itchy back. Like, like, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks for an hour? And somebody with, like, nice nails just, like, scratches your back and scratches your scalp?
2: I probably would that I enjoy a good scalp massage like that. Yeah, like I... Like with those fingery things, like the with the metal prongs. Oh,
1: yeah, those dangly wires. Yeah, that yeah. you just... So Carl was um, like pointing out like how her nails have gotten long and I was just like, ooh, those are some good back scratching nails. She's like, oh, I didn't know you like back scratches. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean... I didn't want to be a weirdo and be like, hey, can you scratch my back? Because it just feels nice. I, would, I like getting back scratches more than I like getting a massage. And I was like, that's a fucking billion dollar idea. Massage parlors, but you only get back and head scratches. And she was like, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I think people would be into it. Let's take to Twitter. So I tweeted it out, and like in the first five minutes, it was 100% no vote. And then few hours later the yeses slightly overtook it and now as of 453 pacific time it is a dead heat 50 50 yes no so once again i have terrible
2: ideas it's actually not it's uh because of my vote it is at 50.7 percent to 49.3 the yeses have it Currently, yeses have it currently, nice with seventeen hours left a <laughs> hundred and thirty four votes, speaking of which,
0: next time you do one of those movie polls, you know you can do it for multiple days. You should have like a six day vote,
1: yeah, but I feel like like a six day old tweet doesn't get a lot of action, you know, yeah, no, but people- maybe if you
0: pin it to the top of the profile, they listen like, hey, we got this poll out there. Uh, Maybe they listen to a couple of days at late, and then they show up to our Twitter.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah.
0: Wow. That conversation usually never goes that well. You <laughs> said I had not a bad idea. All right, cool. I'm done
1: with this podcast. I've done <laughs> I've done well here. Oh, shit. Uh,
0: what great happened? tech issues now. It's all going to shit. No,
1: no, no, no. I think we're good. I think we're good. I just had to... I plugged the iPad back in. I plugged it into a power bank to give it some juice because it was dying on me. And you can't have it plugged in while it's charging or else you get, damn, static fucking technology. How are we doing on time, motherfucker? We got some time. I think
0: we're almost at the the voicemail email
1: portion. I think you're right. I think we should do it. But I don't remember where the intro went. It moved. Ah! Voicemails, yay! Let's do it. Time to chip away at Mount Voicemail. Let's see. Where are we? Oh, man, it's taking a long time to load. I hope that doesn't mean... Yep, got a shitload more new voicemails. (laughs) We will never catch up. Never. All right, I believe this is where we left off. Damn! What?!
3: P.H. is Sean again. Um a fucking broken record, but I'm gonna get Jeffrey Jeffrey Clark eventually. Uh I feel like this one might have been said before. Would Jeffrey Clark <laughs> That's
0: suck a dick dick if you refer to me by my
3: as I said, I know he's gonna say no because he was the, the, <laughs> the, the, COVID denier at the beginning. And I'm more or less the, the same way as saying it. it's, it, 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 the fucking flukes have had it two or three times now. Uh, but come on now. For the nation. For the world. Would you suck dick to prevent COVID? <laughs> come on, Jeff. It's on your shoulders. <laughs>
1: Come on, you know how selfish Jeff is. He doesn't give a shit about America. I think I did suck
0: this dick, though, when, when this happened. Uh, or when this question was first brought up. Because, I mean, COVID was just terrible. I actually, like, got super lucky. I kept a job. Um, all the sports were put on pause, so I didn't gamble. So I saved all the money for my job. So <laughs> <laughs> I was forced to. Um, this podcast, based on unfortunate circumstances, blew up uh, more so, you know, because because the serious COVID moves. Um, yep. But like it was, just, I don't know. I feel like now we got to get serious, or I have to get serious so at least. Suck this dick. COVID is the just the worst time we've ever been. Like any of us have ever been alive, it's, it's the worst. Right? I mean, we all agree, right? It was yeah. fucking terrible. Like. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll suck, I'll suck this dick for the world—not just America. Like, I will Harry Stamper this penis, <laughs> save the world.
1: Huh? There you go, Sean. You won. You got him to suck a dick.
0: Yeah, I hope you're happy. Got a dick in my mouth. Good job.
3: What up, boys? It's uh, your boy, Daddy Dirty Dick, Triple D, aka Pet Nasty. I was gonna say, uh, as far as Dragon Ball Ball goes. Such a fantastic show. Oh, you guys are talking about...
2: What do he say? Dragon Ball Queef is an amazing show. Oh, okay. Or he said it sucks really bad, I think, maybe. Yeah. That's probably what he said. Uh, possible movies for Jeff to watch. I don't know if you guys like the Full Metal
3: Alchemist series, but I love that one. It's probably one of the greatest starter ones. You mentioned Attack.
2: Full Metal Alchemist. It was on ca- Cartoon Network on Toonami. We're getting some weeb
0: talk. Yeah, he's both like kind of, kind of low volumes, kind of low, and like his whole sentence is like one word. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know. It sounds like it's all, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all like bungled up, uh, jumbled up words. But I'm, I'm trying to follow. Along. Full Metal Alchemist. You guys are familiar with that?
1: I'm aware that it exists. I don't know anything That's, about it. I've never oh, I
2: it. know about it as well. Is that it's a thing?
1: But it sounded like he was okay. also talking about watching a movie, too. And Dragon Ball Queef, yes. we just watched an anime episode.
4: Well.
3: On Titan, too. I wish there was a specific episode that uh, that really encapsulated the whole series. I feel like we'd have to pick and choose too much for Jeff to, like, get exactly the game of he feel to it. But uh, I'm going say I love, love everything you guys do. I'll talk to you next time.
1: Well, thank you, dirty daddy dick.
2: No. Daddy dirty dick, not not d- dirty daddy dick.
1: Dick, dirty daddy.
0: You're making us look bad. You're being very disrespectful to a Puminati. Thank you. Shut up, Jeff. Daddy dirty dick.
2: Triple D. Let's just call him Triple D.
1: Yeah, easier to remember.
3: Yeah. Mad scientist party hour. Oh, that was loud, What's up, my dudes. I just want to send out a special shout out and thank you to Jeff Clark for helping me to invent uh, what I consider to be a pretty funny and useful new term. Um, and it's it's all due to him uh being him, being his it's his self. For me. He's uh he's was instrumental in this creation. So thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much. So last week, um, during the Easter egg, Jeff had a passive aggressive rant about what time you guys started recording. What they found to be, you know, pretty pretty petty. You know, no <laughs> offense, Jeff.
0: No, no so I good. started
3: thinking, boy, this is really passive-aggressive, but it's Jeff Clark. So is it passive-aggressive? No. It's it's pussive-aggressive. What a pussive-aggressive bitch, Jeff. Come on, man. Give me a break. Man up. Don't be a pussy. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Amen.
1: Oh, I like that he ended it like supposed- a prayer.
0: He said, I think he's both trying too hard and not trying hard enough at the same time. Pussive, aggressive? I get it. Not bad. But I'm 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 not going to incorporate it into my vernacular. Vernacular, Excuse me. <laughs> you almost let's, got, not talk, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about you it. You almost <laughs> got out of that. Eh. Damn it. You're not, now yeah. it sounds like you're being pussive,
2: aggressive.
4: <laughs>
2: it doesn't roll off the tongue as fun as passive-aggressive. Uh, Mark, just real quick, Mark Rooster sent me the most passive-aggressive thing that I've ever gotten from him in our years of friendship on Friday. Um, I have to read it because it made me laugh so fucking hard. Uh, he said, I was thinking about doing a new show called confrontations and conversations with shuddy boy where I get in-person answers to questions I've texted him, but he hasn't responded to a weekly program. Would you have any interest in being my first guest?
1: Damn. Wow. (laughs) Mark Rooster just lasered you.
0: (laughs) He tried to murder you with passive aggressive.
2: I were talking about the concert I was at and then I got that text message mid-conversation and I was like holy shit
0: <laughs> he's been saving that one in the holster for a while <laughs>
1: yeah, <I'm kidding. laughs> ruthless 100% without Ruth alright we got time for one more I believe
5: man signed party hour his anti cannoli, Mike. fuck cannoli
0: <sighs> wow this fucking, it's
1: fucking villain This is not what I was expecting anti cannoli Mike to sound like.
5: I wanted to share a shitting my pants story with you. Fuck yeah. I was at work about a month ago. uh, Went out to my car on a break. Thought I had a decent fart saved up. Let that boy rip. And next thing I know I'm filling my pants. So,
0: how oh. it starts?
5: Of course, I did what anybody would do at work. Went into the bathroom, threw my, jerked off, disgusting poop-filled underwear in the trash,
1: cleaned up in the sink,
5: and uh, went back to work for two hours. Luckily, there was nobody around me, and my pants, my pants miraculously so were fine. Once the underwear were gone, freeball it all day, and I was fine. So, it happens. Happens to the best of us. And the worst Uh, of us. Fuck cannolis. And fuck you guys.
1: You don't mean that, Mike. You love us. Either
2: one of those things he doesn't mean.
1: Yeah. I mean, how can you not like cannolis? Yeah, fuck us,
0: whatever, fine. But
2: the
1: cannoli take, just
0: terrible. Yeah. Really embarrassing. It's almost like he's... He, I, have you ever eaten a cannoli? <laughs> what, what,
1: what did the cannoli have, do to you? Where did you get it? Yeah, like, do you what? think broccoli or cannolis or something? There's no yeah, way you can actually eat a cannoli and have a stance Are like you that.
2: confusing it with meat tortellini? Yeah, are you like a guy who just doesn't like
0: dessert? Like you're not a dessert guy or you don't know, like, you know, you know, like sweets? I mean... I, Kwame's like that. Kwame, because I don't think he's really ever eaten candy. So like it's it's a, it happens. It's a thing. But I don't know. Outside of that, like if you like desserts and don't like cannoli, that is a major Mary's your character flaw.
2: Yeah. From I don't the trust a person who doesn't eat sour cream, so it must be. That's right. Oh good. Actually had- Eight o'clock at night. Do you guys hear that? No. Oh. The asshole next door neighbor is fucking with his go karts. Eight o'clock, perfect.
1: He has go karts.
2: Yeah, like
1: Mario Kart.
2: I think bigger. I've never actually seen them, but they go racing on the weekends.
1: Man, they you see an asshole neighbor
0: all the time, or just this, this is just just a bad situation. No, this, no. This it,
2: particular I thing. like to joke that we're living next to the Burbs' house. Because Hans it, just, I'll have to take a picture of what the house looks like. It is like it looks like nobody lives in it um, and they're just they're not they're they're shitty people in general.
0: Do you think they like they vote Republican are they on parlor?
2: Probably they probably will be absorbing your content
0: <laughs> hey. Republicans bet on sports too, baby. Come to our kick. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, All right. I think we did it, right? Did we do it?
0: I think so. I think we made it. We
1: fucking did it. I always
0: lose track of time. I don't
1: know. I'm proud of us. We did it. But our job may be done here, but our job is not done. This party continues over on patreon.com/slash mad scientist party hour. You too can join the Puminati. And see Shuddy Boy's shocked face. What happened?
2: I forgot something I wanted to discuss.
1: Is it time
0: sensitive? Can it go on the Patreon? It can we... go on
2: the Patreon. Yeah, oh. it can go on the Patreon. Well, how's that for a nice teaser? teaser? Good teaser. But it it goes to your your Asian food power rankings from last week, so beautiful. Well, a which, lot of people didn't yeah.
0: hear that, but everyone who subscribed to the Patreon knows exactly what we're talking about.
2: Oh, that was in the Patreon? Yeah. I, okay, then we'll keep this conversation for Patreon. Yeah, that was
1: on Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, which you can also hear on the $5 Oh, you're TV. right, it was. <laughs> you know, of our this Patreon. past week
0: was a uh, Vietnamese-inspired um, challenge. So.
1: Yeah, got Jeff's heart all aflutter.
0: Damn right, we power-ranked the fucking Asian Foods which is a conversation that really, we really need to have. And judging by the comments, some of the Puminati appreciated it. So,
1: Yeah. It's good. We aim to please. So check it out, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Um, if you want to see the full video episodes, eh, minus the Easter egg, you go to youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Kevin Craft.
2: At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffra Records.
1: And at MSPH podcast, if you're hearing this in time and you want to watch me bomb, come to the Dime Bar Tuesday night, August 16th, 8 p.m. At least you can get a picture with Jeff.
0: <laughs> yeah. At the very least. Jason Ellis and Kevin will not be taking pictures with you. I will do pictures and autographs.
1: I'll take pictures, but after you see my set, you might not want one. <laughs> yeah.
0: After you see the vomit on his shirt, you're probably not going to want to take a photo of him. <laughs>
1: And if you want to send us an email, madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. You know, like, subscribe, rate, rank, whatever the fuck. Please participate in the Al Gore rhythm. Uh, Helps us, I guess. I don't know. Here we are. We've been doing this for almost 12 years. Here we are.
0: This is it. We don't know. We don't know how to direct digital traffic.
1: Nah. Help us out. We don't know how to get big. But if you do, we appreciate your help. And uh, that's about it, friends. So until next time, something! Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Come on now. Work with me now. Work with me now. Oh, man. Is that a purple V neck? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a big week. I'm going to wear this tomorrow, too, to your stand up. <laughs> the
1: fucking power. Actually,
0: V-neck. I'm honored. I'm going with the power red.
1: Interesting. Tomorrow, I mean. Should we start making MSPH v neck merch?
0: I mean, I think every t shirt we make should be v neck.
1: Like, we can make Jeff Clark specific merch where. It says tried frimp
0: on it. <laughs> oh, wow. We just had a beautiful moment. And you fucking ruined it.
1: Yeah, like, the printing around the v neck is chest hair. And then it says, uh, um,. Mako teat. Maybe too deep. Mako teat. Taco meat. Like fried
0: fried frimp. Sorry. I tried to forget that fuck up. Never happened. You're just digging me a deeper hole. Kevin, don't forget to hit record. I know. Yeah, no, no, you have a lot on your mind, Kevin. What are you eating there, buddy? Chicken kebabs And hummus and rice nice. Really grinding pretty hard over there, huh? Wow
1: well, Starting later in the day Fucked up my whole Daily rhythm
2: MJ, I'm recording the podcast I can't throw the ball for you You put it in my hand
0: Put it in my ass Tough crowd.
1: Man, you got to pump today.
0: No, I'm just trying to f- finish some work thing on my end. It's my first day, and I I have to, like, get signed into all the systems, and it's kind of a pain in the ass. You got to
2: create your parlor profile.
0: Yeah, you understand. Jesus, Kevin, will you fucking show a little leniency over here? Right, what did I do? You're not understanding of me building
2: my profiles. This book is so fucking good. Age of Cage. Hmm. Is the
1: person who wrote it a famous author?
2: I have no idea. And it's not even it's not even a biography. It's just a book about his movies and uses biographical information in the context of his performances in each movie. and how Hollywood has changed in each phase of his career. It's really fucking good. I've only made it to 1990 so far.
1: When we're like trying to find shit to watch, Carl will be like, oh, look, like a Nick Cage movie. Have you seen it? Most of the time I'm like, yep. Except I have a to- lot
2: of the ones I've added to my watch list, you have not seen or have on your watch list.
1: Man, it's always fun telling stories of Shuddy Boy.
2: Wow, he's such a good listener.
1: Actually, let me cut you off five syllables into this so I can bring up unnecessary fact checks. Listen, his
0: Shuddying is on brand, and I love that. We all have our brands. I got my V
1: neck, he's got a Shuddying. It's one of the reasons why I'm actually now starting to look forward to doing stand up tomorrow night. I can actually get my punchlines out without Shuddy Boy jumping in and be like, yeah, You know what? One time I actually ate a ravioli. Like, oh, cool. Thanks, Shuddy. Just you're in funny, the nick of so time.
0: You're so used to cutting him off, you like
1: pause in between your punchlines? Yeah. Looking around like, Wait, all, right, all right. Well, this, this new guy really likes dramatic pauses. I don't even remember what I was talking about. To go back to eating it my mini salad. Actually, I, I, saw, I saw a glimpse of that salad. It's actually not a mini salad. People would call that a micro salad. I just looked it up on Wikipedia. You are wrong. Jesus Christ. I don't know how we're going to do this
2: show today. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to rally. I'm going to fucking rally, all right? You just bitched about me cutting you off, so I'm just sitting here waiting until I know for sure you're not talking.
0: You and did. And waiting that. another
2: 30 to 45 seconds just to be sure.
1: You
0: scumbag bitch, Kevin. God, you make me sick.
1: That's the happy medium we're looking for. 45 seconds of dead air. You can either get every punchline interrupted or 45 seconds of dead air. Zero middle
2: ground. Listen, the show hasn't even started yet. You're sitting there eating. You haven't sound checked any of the buttons. We're just hanging out. Jeff's trying to figure out how he's going to slide into Tommy Loren's dms
0: i get slacker i think what are my pronouns how do i complete this bio
2: obviously you made it through the the social media vetting
0: yeah what a fucking miracle i don't know how that how that came through god damn it this is i'm just trying to change my name on the fucking internet, and i can't do it, <laughs> it it's it's i'm trying to keep up oh, okay i think i did and then just gotta wait for it to be uh i god,
1: god damn it my name is not dookie bar the cocksucker
0: <laughs> why did the auto complete to that <laughs> uh all right all right i'm in i'm ready All
1: right, finish my salad. <clears throat> Fucking portions of leaves for the fat fat. One sec. Oh, I'm
0: doing a, a, a little meal prep tonight. Air frying some chicken breasts and oh my God. some white rice. Even though I know it's the unhealthier of the rice options, but it's just like, if I can eat chicken and white rice... I was like my meal plan my meal prep and just like stick with it. Don't break from that. That's a success. And then from there, it's like, okay, instead of white rice, maybe I go brown rice. And then from there, maybe a vegetable. I know I'm, taught, I, I'm probably not going to get there.
2: Will you ever transition away from rice completely and go to something like quinoa?
0: No. I hate quinoa.
1: Is it
2: because of the way you. it
0: sounds? We ha- yeah. It doesn't help. Let me tell you. And I'm not even like if Shuddy didn't say it first, I wouldn't be confident in my pronunciation of that. I'm pretty sure I'd have very quinoa a way too like big of a a, a fight with my ex girlfriend over quinoa. What she wanted you to eat it and you didn't want to eat it? Yeah. There was some domestic violence on her end. She abused me, not not the other way. <laughs> Over fucking quinoa.
1: Did you get a restraining order? No, yeah,
0: no, fair. we talked it out. It was all good. I mean, you know, we ended up breaking up.
2: <laughs> but how long <laughs> after this quinoa fight was the breakup? Was this a catalyst?
0: It didn't help, but I don't. I can't even remember the the big one. The big one where it was kind of like this is over when we knew it was actually over. White bread, Wonder bread, oh Wonder uh, Wonder bread. Like that's where it oh was like goodness. it got real, got real bad, real contentious.
1: <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld breakup.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not what the. It's not white bread itself. Is what it means. Like okay, here we go.
1: Actually, what it means
0: to me is I really like peanut butter and jelly with white bread. What's the fucking mean to you?
1: Actually, you're supposed to call it Caucasian bread.
0: <laughs> All right, now I'm getting PTSD. This is not fun.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's man. Total...
0: So I'm back to like. I have a full time job again, so I'm back to MSPH being somewhat low key. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone at OutKick, I mean, they they hired me for my personality, which sounds fucking ridiculous, but that's that's the truth. So I feel like if they listen to this podcast, they would actually enjoy it. But, you know,
1: recording day, in progress. Day like one,
0: the- I
2: probably shouldn't bring it up. I don't agree with that whatsoever. I kind of like to think to that, agree with
1: that anybody that listens to this podcast would enjoy it.
2: We're pretty good. We're very good, but we are not on the right side of the political aisle for any of those people at OutKick. Hey, you know what? I feel like humor, humor saves everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we have Pumanati, believe it or
2: not, who uh, vote right. So. Right, but they don't make their living off of it.
1: You know what? I've, I've talked to some of these like talking heads, conspiracy theorists types and shit. They don't believe what they're saying either. They just see Alex Jones getting shitloads of money, and they're like, oh, so if we just go off the fucking deep end, we can be rich too and have good careers? And they do it. Once the cameras are off, they don't believe any of that horse shit. Well, I think the state of Connecticut actually took the money back.
0: (laughs) I think he's not doing well in that defamation case, let me tell you.
1: Like, what other podcast has this button? (laughs) No, I, I could, the point is that I kind of what
0: I was getting at is I might have to hit up my Slack here or there while recording. Hopefully, I don't get a phone call. I can't imagine I'll get a phone call. Oh, so you so
2: you and I are both gonna have to probably address work situations while we record today. That's
1: Oh yeah yeah I'm gonna have to just uh, I'm gonna have to lean heavily on the iPad today. <laughs>
2: no, I mean, no, it, things have been very calm for me at work the last couple of days, so I I'm glad that's, that's over with. <laughs> most of the stores are closing in a half hour. I don't anticipate that's the perk to recording this late in the day. is that I am not likely to be bothered by work stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. And this is my first job in like three years. So I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to figure it out again. I don't even <laughs> remember how work goes. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe I get a phone call.
2: All right. Well, it's like,
0: because they're it's, paying me really well, I have Tommy, to actually answer. You're going
2: to have to put her on speaker. Yeah, and prompt yeah, a dude. guest spot.
0: I'll send her a Zoom link. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, Kevin, we got a lot of you to
2: discuss tonight. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. I've, I've seen some films.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: And some I, television.
1: I saw some stuff, but you guys are going to hate it. It's, it's a thing you're both what did gonna I hate
0: i saw mostly television i have two things to review well okay. one really review and one sports ball thing to bring up that you would actually really like kevin it's just like a quick thing
1: is this well, the one that curvy beer girl tweeted at me no i didn't see what she tweeted at you I don't know what did that my was did my sports joke my only sports joke actually materialize in real life Oh, there goes Johnson at the line of spinach.
4: He throws it. Oh, nails it to
0: Johnson. Yeah, apparently in a preseason game. I didn't notice that. But, yeah, yeah, she tagged you in that. It had a video with it, right?
1: Yeah. Although he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. Oh, Johnson just passed it to Johnson. Just the (laughs) caption from the NFL said, from Johnson to Johnson.
0: No, that's not what I was referencing. Okay.
1: Actually, it's not even
0: a review. So, real quick, have you... Well, don't you Shuddy, want to put it you, in the main
1: episode? Not
0: really. It's, I don't think it's main episode worthy. It's just kind of a quick little remark that I thought was funny. Um, do you watch Hard Knocks? No. Uh, I have not
2: actually never watched Hard Knocks.
0: I'm not a usually a Hard Knocks fan, but I got into this, episode, uh, this season because I, I like Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. coach. Anyways, one of the positional coaches, uh, Deuce Staley, actually. Uh, you probably remember that name, right? former wide um new orleans uh saints running back anyways he he had a rule in his film study room that no one could fart or he would find them and but the way he called he said busting ass that's how he referred to <laughs> farting so any of you bust ass in here i'm gonna find you maybe suspend you for a game said so something like that i just thought it was nice. funny
1: yeah i, I actually have that exact kid, but... i actually have that exact wordage in my stand-up bust referring to farting as busting ass Nice. I feel like that was a fun one from the early 2000s that sort of faded away. Much like an old fart. Are you <laughs> Are you
0: going to mostly do fart commentary on the stage? Because I, I, I feel like keep it simple, stupid. You just, just do your fart jokes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going up there trying to like Mike Birbiglia myself or, you know, do any fucking deep, meaningful shit. I'm there to bring Pumanati to the stage.
5: Yeah.
0: We're talking about buttholes,
1: we're talking about poop, and my closer is farts. Beautiful. Yep.
0: I can't wait. I'm probably going to be crying. All- I'm laughing so hard.
1: You're going to fucking kill it. Well, I appreciate that, guys. But let's, let's, let's temper our expectations a little you, bit.
2: Somebody is going to see your seven minutes, and then next month you're going to have a Netflix half hour. <laughs> yep. That is how this goes. That's that is how it goes, absolutely. You just got to get the
0: right
1: people yep. in the audience. All right, you guys uh, You guys ready to bust ass all over this fucking internet?
2: All over. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It
1: is recording. Yes, thank God. Okay.
2: Yeah, you hit record on the video already, buddy.
1: Just checking. From-
2: but we didn't check the... Oh, yeah, you did. You played the... the- Sorry, Jeff, I'm doing it to you now
0: okay so all right let's make sure this is all good to go before we start recording we don't want any more fuck-ups from los angeles california mad scientist party hour